Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey everyone, welcome. It's time for another edition of Cuss with Gus. Hopefully, everyone had a great Fourth of July weekend. And look who the gorilla is in the house. Hey man, he I, told, I told you not to be late, okay? But not me, okay? <laughs> you gotta remind yourself, bro. You gotta remind yourself. Yeah. Let's, let's go, let's go How do I sound? Uh, a little, a little hollow, but it's fine. Right, it's good. Let me get my. my all right, cool. Yeah, right, we're live go. already, V. We are live. Oh, we are. We're oh, live. Shit. That's all right. It's all right. You're good. You're good. Did you do the intro? Did no, you, no, no. I was waiting for you to do the intro. I started it, but then I can't do the intros like UV. You know, folks, we have with us Ellen Page here with us. <laughs> you can find Ellen Page over at perpetualassets.com. If you're terrified of the communist revolution and you want to make a difference and a dent in your financial future, get a hold of Gus Demas or Will Lear over at perpetualassets.com. Perpetualassets.com. Don't let your, your 401k. Become a 101K, grab your financial life by the balls. And everybody's going to need some balls for what's ahead. With that being said, Gus, CJ, what's going on, gentlemen? How are you guys? Hey, brother. How how, how was your fourth? He's he's muted. I think his fourth was good. Uh, We we were supposed to meet up and hang out, but uh, it, it, it got so crazy busy. Like, no parking, all that kind of stuff, trying to navigate through, so... Yeah, it was it was it was a kick ass weekend. So that was a lot of fun. I was I was supposed to meet up with CJ, but uh, I got caught in like traffic. Showed up late. We we're separated. He was on one side of the of the event. I was on another side, and it was just like we we're separated by a wall of people. It was like something like an episode from the Titanic, and I couldn't get a hold of him, and it was terrible. And I was scared and frightened. Did you uh, did you guys see the uh, the Illinois uh, shooter? On the fourth. Oh, he was yeah. amazing, dude. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta understand, bro. I think the the trans people are the most dangerous active shooters out there because they quickly transform into a woman, and you can't even tell. Well, did you see that? So I was tracking it as we were getting blacked out, drunk, uh, and the there was like a desperate, desperate attempt uh, by the libs. To try to paint him as a Republican uh, Trump supporter. Oh, he definitely looks a, like a Republican. A, well, a, a, well, and then picture after picture kept coming up of like him with pink hair and face tattoos and this and that. And it was, you could see in real time, like they were trying to ditch one of their own. <laughs> like, uh, which is not, it's no surprise. They're, I mean, they're, they're great at narrative and framing. That's their, greatest gift to humanity but uh that's what they were trying to do real time and they're like and uh, it was very simple someone's like uh one of the wives on the fourth was like how do you know i'm like listen dude (laughs) i'm like if some crazy uh if some crazy conservative uh wanted to kill people he would have killed people uh, during pride month (laughs) he wouldn't a conservative wouldn't wait till christmas or fourth of july to start gunning people down uh, that's th- those, yeah, it's like the, uh, it's like the Las Vegas shooter. Like, how do you know the Las Vegas shooter was either a fed or a crazy whack job liberal or one, you know, a, a MK ultra or whatever, because he shot into an open crowd of country music singer, uh, listeners like that. Yeah. Like the, that his targets weren't libs. Uh, his, his targets were conservative voters. Yes. That's, that's how I know his, his politics. Then the Fourth of July shooter is no different. It's like that's how I know his politics. He shot into a Fourth of July parade. If if he was some crazy uh, Nazi uh, conservative, he would have shot at the gay pride parade. He wouldn't have shot at the Fourth of July parade. Uh, and then the pictures just 
you know, that, that was the that was the icing on the cake. It's like, oh, look, he's has pink hair and half the pictures. And all of a sudden it got quiet real quick from the liberal media side. Yeah. Well, they like, they, oh, shit. they shifted. They immediately shifted to, to the immediate. But here's here's the beauty of it. So even though the propaganda coming out is they're they're so good at gaslighting that Illinois already has. It's like a top five state for gun control already. Top already three. Yeah. You need you need a permit just to buy a gun. No, you need a permit first for your permit. Yeah, yeah you, you, you can't. So most people ha- are familiar with CCWs for conceal and carry. Yeah. In Illinois, they have FOID cards. So you, you need to actually get a card just to... Per- anyway, long story short, and they have red flag laws. And they have like... So everything... Like Illinois is already one of their wet dream states for gun control. Not the power. And, and they go up there during, in the last 48 hours... And they're like, this is why we need gun control. It's like, dude, all the shit you already have in place failed for this fucking, uh, this, uh, this Antifa faggot. And like, you're, it's, it's just all gaslighting, dude. It's all fucking gaslighting. It's everything. It's never good enough. They won't stop. And it's important people realize, despite what they tell you, the ultimate goal is to fully disarm us. Every, everything is just, uh, Kind of like with everything else, the these uh, the totalitarians do. It's inching, inching, inching. They inch, and then you get the final destination is Australia or UK or New Zealand or or, or even our friend Trudeau Trudeau now uh, outlawing all handgun purchases. Well, he's uh, an expert because you know he's a drama school instructor and a former ski instructor that gives him total total you know capability of yeah. Trying to manage so a country. Th- this kid, I mean, this kid is an Antifa wet dream. Yep. Uh, he's he's a, a 21, 22 year old. He weighs 120 pounds. He has pink Soaking hair. Away. Yeah, dude. He's a he's a total like soy boy antifa. Dude, he's literally a rapper. <laughs> like I don't know if you want to hear. So yeah, the fact that the libs would have the audacity to try to pin him on on our side is fucking. It's expected, but you know can't blame him for trying. It's what they always do. But yeah, it uh, pretty fucking insane. Pretty insane. And uh, I don't know if people know the area. That's like the that's like where half the 1980s uh, Chicago movies were filmed. Like, so the, the John Hughes, it's, it's a very rich suburb. It might even be where fucking Michael Jordan lived. Um, like, it's north of Evanston. What, what was the name of the suburb again? Uh, Highland Park. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, so lot of athletes it, live out there. Well, it's not, not only that, but it's literally like people, uh, Risky Business, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, 16 Candle, like so all that, The Breakfast Club, all those 80s movies based in the Chicago suburbs, that was the suburb they, they filled, them, filled them in. So it's a really upscale, you know, suburb, one of the richest. Um, so yeah, and it's, it's fucking insane. It's, it's totally fucking insane. Uh, and Tucker did a good job last night. Basically, he put like four of them on screen for the shooters from the last six months or whatever. And he's like, what do they all have in common? And what they all have in common is they're all like these skinny incel on pharmaceutical drug, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's that, that is the common theme because it's, it's, I I don't know. My parents and my, my brothers too, were so anti giving anyone, any of the kids, any of us growing up, any kid, any of my nephews now, blah, blah, blah. Even any, like, cause you always have someone from the school or someone saying, oh, this kid's too hyper. Get him on this. Get him on that. Like, maybe this thing really is bigger than I than I could have imagined. Like, maybe they are doping up half these boys. I, I don't fucking know. Well, you yeah, guys- I mean, they're, 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 dude, I mean, uh, it, it's hilarious what's happening right now. It's, it's hilarious, but it's also kind of sad. But there's one of these fitness YouTube kids, right? He's probably in his uh, uh, early 20s, right? And he's in fairly decent shape. He goes out and gets his testosterone tested. He's at 210 nanograms of testosterone per deciliter of blood. Dude, all these guys, are they're all jacked. That's why when you look at most guys these days, they, they don't respond to situations. They react in a very emotional kind of way. Very symptomatic and synonymous with how a woman would react in a hostile type environment. So this is what's what, happening here. Man. What is what is what is the what is the genesis of getting these kids on pharma drugs? 
Like, is it, is it is it the parents? Is it someone in the school? It's like, someone in the school. If first it starts off with, oh, your kid's hyperactive. Here's some Ritalin. Oh, your kid has. Then it goes, oh, your kid's not a hyperactive. They really have ADHD. Oh, now they go from that to, oh, your kid is on the spectrum. Oh, and then they go from that to, oh, your kid needs this. Your so kid the, needs the, that. So the teacher and the teacher and someone in administration and like the nurse or something will like try to sit the parent down and say. Your kid's too hyper. Your kid's a problem child. Your kid's whatever. We got to drug them up. We got to get them on this. We got to what? Or, and they'll or I'm, they'll refer them to some sort of uh, psychologist or psychiatrist that could prescribe. Yep. So that's it, that's the model. That's the that's the way it's done currently. That, that's yeah. That's they they no they you know my wife's a teacher so very familiar with this but they have to be very careful as far as any type of diagnosis. They can't. There there's a really fine line. There's mostly documentation whether it's behavioral uh you know i'm not even going to pretend to know that i know CJ, the entire that's protocol. that's indiana so, man i'm talking about new york state so, bro i'm talking about these blue states that's so, how we do it. we just give the kid the meds the medicine. so so long story short if 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 they go and it's still the parent's decision right like ultimately schools can't prescribe you know schools can't do that so it really falls back to the parents and and let's face it we're we're an overprescribed nation we've had this well, they they tried getting so they tried getting me and my brother on it and my mom told them to go my mom and dad are like are you fucking like, go fuck yourself hippie uh so yeah <laughs> they, they tried getting both of us on it uh for for that reaction like gus is too rambunctious gus is too this pete whatever they, they tried getting both of us and my parents on the fuck my parents were like fucking off the boat immigrants like they're like yeah you're my kids not you're not touching any of that bullshit so uh but I, again i don't know what it's that was fucking 30 years ago 35 years ago i don't know what yeah. it's like now uh but i've heard stories about it like that's the in in new york state uh the the uh the school they the, they they recommend you do like a school psychologist uh, school psychologist goes over it's actual psychologist right the actual doctor will make the recommendations and they'll and you know parents are gullible. they're like look your kid really has this problem they need help and there's some wonderful medical programs and you know so on and so forth and and the way the the healthcare system also is in like the place like new york california whatnot they you are you you're able to get either heavily discounted or practically free the meds that you need to give your kids these whatever these psychotropics are and then the, once they're hooked, they're hooked. So you have the, the, the problem with the food, the water. Then you're giving them meds. Dude, there's so much fucking estrogen in the, in, in the environment. It's killing boys. Well, can you – but again, could you imagine a boy pre-puberty, after, like right around puberty, you start feeding them pharma, like what it's going to – like, dude, I you give me I, – I, I had my um, – during uh, COVID, I don't know if I told you guys, I probably did I'm probably talk about it live. I, I had my fucking, uh, I had hernia and I went yeah. for hernia surgery. They knocked me out and he tried giving me a bunch of fucking painkillers after. Oh, yeah. And I flushed them. I'm like, dude, I have, I got Jack Daniels for this, bro. I don't need fucking painkillers. Like, I, fuck <laughs> off. So, yeah, I'll, I'll drink whiskey and have cigarettes. Like, I don't need any of this bullshit. Uh, so, there, I just refused to, to go down that path. Um, and, and again, I, I got into drugs when I was a fucking teenager, mm -hmm. uh, like not pharmaceutical drugs, like recreational. Yeah. Yeah. We, it was big. And, but so the time, by the time I got to college, it was already out of my system. Like I didn't care. So, so what, I don't know if people remember in the late nineties, like I was really over it, but that's when like ecstasy hit the scene and shit. Uh, uh, so like, yeah, all these kids at college were like sticking pills up their ass and shit. And I'm like, are you guys fucking retarded or gay? What are you doing? Like, it's, we're both. We're both. We're both. We're both this new band came out. They're called In Sync. They're amazing. They're amazing. Uh, bye, bye, yeah, bye, yeah. bye, bye. Well, I, I, dude, I mark the. I mark that time as maybe the end of Gen X and the that was it. The, the beginning. The beginning of the millennials. Yeah. So at, at the same time, and at this time, I'm 20 years old or 21. Right when I was, you know, hitting college, about to hit the real world, all this bullshit. That's right when. Britney Spears, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, like all that yep. boy band Same. bullshit hit. Late 90s. Yeah, all that bullshit hit and re had replaced the previous 15 years of rage music, which was either hardcore uh, rap or metal or grunge or whatever. Like we had normal music, like not even normal, masculine. It doesn't matter if you, doesn't matter if you liked rap or metal, like they both were masculine. 
Like Metallica, Metallica and NWA are different kinds of music, but they're both alpha as fuck. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah, they're so from that to. <laughs> bye 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 bye. Yeah, it was so. I'm, I'm like so. I'm like, listen. As much as I like, as, as much as I like this Britney's bitch in her schoolgirl outfit, I'm like, that's kind of hot. But the rest of the shit is gay. Like, it, it was just very. It went very feminine. It very went so simpy after that. It did. It did. Tell me uh, why. But I, I always, I, I always had a disdain. For so even the the people fucking around with drugs in college, what I noticed is some of my great friends in their twenties from twenty five to thirty five would get really fucked up when we were drinking, like uncomfortable to hang out with, fucked up where they like start pissing their pants at fucking ten p.m. in a bar. God. Well, just crazy shit like out of control. We're normally I would expect that when we're blacked out at three, four a.m. I started seeing all some of these guys I grew up with would be totally fucked up at like nine p.m. and I'm like, dude, are you on fucking acid? What's wrong with you? And like, and I then took we, ecstasy in the ass. No, it it wasn't X. <laughs> what they had done is that they they had gotten hooked on pharma, so they had gotten hooked on painkillers or Antidepressants. Do they have yeah. rappers singing about Percocets and Molly? That's yo, Biggie, like Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac are rolling in their graves. Well, it, it's they got when you combine when I think when you combine the pharmaceuticals with hardcore booze and weed, and you combine all three at the same time, I think you get this cocktail. When I was young and we used to fuck around with drugs, we would call it the Indian pattern. Like you start when you get totally fucked up, you start seeing all sorts. You just start hallucinating, fucking Indian pattern kind of shit. Like, and I think that's what I. It's a perfect storm of pharma, weed, and booze, and these kids just get whacked out of their fucking minds. Uh, And I've seen it. Even people I grew up with who got hooked on these painkillers and antidepressants and God, God, God knows what else. Um, And I. Again, I don't. I was. I've, I've never really thought about it, like what the gateway is. But it makes sense that it's the teachers it's, and, it's and, the schools, man. and the administrators trying to hustle these gullible Karens. Yeah, these suburban Karen, the same bitches oh, that yes. you. Yeah, the, the same bitches that you saw wearing masks last year. It, it, it's always these medicated soy boy suburban white kids. Yeah, they're they're All, that, that is like the mo. Well, because I've. You could you could always gauge the so I've I've often said you give me I understand gang banging and drug dealing uh, in like the the black community right when you're like why are these kids gang banging or drug dealing I'm like well they're doing it because it makes them the alpha of their environment that's why they're doing it. so that made sense to me like I could I could articulate that like I rather yeah. stick ecstasy in my ass well so you could you can understand why are there shootings in uh, a fucking Caprini. Why were the shooting Caprini green? Because there's a bunch of fucking alphas vying for who's gonna fucking be the the it's alpha. Yeah, exactly. So the, I could I could distribution. Com- I could comprehend that. What I couldn't comprehend are like you said these weird dude. When we, again going back to late late nineties, the first one that hit big was Columbine. Like we oh, were yeah. we were watching Dylan Klebold and whatever his other name is. We were watching that in call it at our at our apartment like six of us and we're like what's this co-? it was all happening we're like what the fuck is going on here and these trench coat mafia kids and blah blah yep. blah like what the fuck is this so that was like the first time i remembered in adulthood uh and i think the story on them was similar they were like whacked out pharmaceutical kids. pharmaceutical incels um they couldn't get girls they're all they're you know outcasts this is what the, that was it, bro. That was the start of it. And we all sat there watching kids jumping out of their windows, trying to escape this whole thing that was happening in Columbine. Remember it just like yesterday. Trench coat mafia. And then lo and behold, here we are, in, you know, 2022. And it's the same incels, but now they're like a hyper feminized form of incels. It's crazy. Well, and, and again, you, you try to get into the mind of, I tried to, I was de- debating my buddy about it like yesterday or two days ago. And I'm like, dude, he had an escape plan. Like he planned this out. He wore, 
He wore a fucking three weeks in advance. Three he, weeks dude, in advance. he wore a dress. Yeah, three weeks in advance. He's <laughs> he put planning. he put on a dress. He 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 scalped out the route, scalped out a sniper position. He wore a fucking dress up a fucking fire escape. Then so he was planning to escape. after the shooting. He blends into the crowd. And then I'm like, what was his plan? Like he, how did he have a short term plan? Was he going to flee to Mexico or something? Like I don't. What's his long term plan? Is he, he not? He, he didn't think that far. Why? He thought so, it was so clever. That's the problem. They think they're so clever. <laughs> they're going to get away he with passed, it. He passed three background checks. You know, there's there's so much to this story, and it and it really helps. Um, well, the, the, the cops had been to his house three yeah, times. Yeah, times. He, he mean, threatened his family this, with a sword. <laughs> every bit ago. of this narrative picks apart the, the liberal agenda. A, a, every bit of it. I mean, yeah. n- name it. The, the protocols that were put in place. So if they're advocating for these red flag laws or whatever they're called so red so, fag laws red, man. Red, so why wouldn't fag why wouldn't have this stopped and this didn't prevent this situation so okay and then you also had the the agencies that were aware of this person so yep. so we're supposed to disarm because we're gonna we're gonna put our trust in the law enforcement agencies to to protect us so this picks apart every bit of their agenda piece by piece by piece yes it's absolutely tragic but i think it can be leveraged to just completely already Again, their agenda is these these laws, the weapon, the caliber that he was using, all this information. But and it happened in Illinois, who has, by the way, probably the some of the toughest gun laws. I think there you have to even you know, the the bullets even have a serial number on the bullets to buy ammunition. It's just you know over the well, top. So well, well it is no CJ, but it, it, it's telling, isn't it telling? And, and Tucker hit on this last night. He goes, it's telling that the libs won't even touch the pharmaceutical angle no they won't discuss it they won't have it they don't want to talk about it like and i don't know again if we revert to the uh it's all about money and power kind of thing it makes sense but are they are are cnn washington post and new york times simply incredibly terrified to go up there and say publicly that hey maybe we should stop giving five-year-olds pharmaceutical drugs (laughs) Like is that is that taboo for them? Is that off limits? Have these uh, suburban well, no. Karen wine moms gotten? And they're all <laughs> maybe that's the problem. They're all fucked up too on pharmaceuticals hey, and wine all hey day. Man, man. It, 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 the 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 suburban housewife thing in the afternoon is to do what? Drink rosé. That's all they do. They sit around and drink wine all day. Dude, the right? kids, the kids, and they're mom, all medicated. The they're kids, all miserable. Mom, dude, the kids' mom is literally an energy healer. <laughs> the fuck that is. So it's so she she. I swear to God. Yeah, I know. I mean, the, 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 this yeah, this this uh, fucking tranny Antifa kid. His mom is like some hippy dippy energy bitch like so whatever i mean i'm a reiki energy healer no but there's a chance i want to realign your chakras there's a chance she's the exact same way like so it's man again it's uh, jimmy Dore reported i think this was a week ago that 70 percent of the ads on mainstream media i'm talking like national news probably even local yeah it's all drugs 70 percent of the ads are are drugs are big pharma it's all Ask your doctor about Lunesta. Ask your doctor about Prevacid. Ask your doctor about Molly. Just, it, I, dude, I, it's not. It's I, nonstop. I, we were talking about this at the uh, uh, yesterday at the barber shop. So I was getting my hair cut, and we were talking. They brought up the the shooting, and it's it's a very very Naples barber shop with all these dudes just talking shit. I mean, good good again, good people, normal people, people that only think there's two genders. Uh, so <laughs> they're blasphemy. It, yeah, well, we we brought it all up and we brought up the pharmaceutical thing a little bit. And we talk about that. And I'm like, listen, I like my nephews when I get around them and I see them just breaking shit and pounding each other. It gives me this instinctual pride <laughs> that's hard to describe. I'm like, I'm like, look at those little Spartans, so angry and enraging. I'm like, I'm like, I love I it. I see toxic masculinity uh, that needs I'm to like, be curtailed. God, my eyes start, wa- and I'm like, I'll, I'll watch them like break like something expensive in my home, and I'll be like, oh, that's adorable. Like, it's although they're they're raging lunatics, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yep. Like, it's it's that's it tells me that they have spirit and ball like they're so the fact that again when when a when a karen 
sees her ch- boys running around that way, it's her initial thought, like, I got to neuter these little fuckers? Like, I got to get these fuckers yes, drunk because, because she's been conditioned by her gender studies professor and by the stupid media that she follows on network television that that's a sign of toxic masculinity. And, it, it, and she has to convert her son into a feminist. And that's exactly what's, what's, what's been going on, man. They're terrified of it. And her fucking husband's a cuck. I mean, you know, th- that's the world she creates. Well, that was the other debate. It was me and my, my best friend were, were kind of like going back and forth. Like, is it the mother's fault? Is it the father's fault? And I'm like, Dad's fault. Ah, it's both. I'm like, it's both. Like, dude, it's a man, dude, If men were men, we didn't fucking cow down. None of this bullshit would be happening. The my, country would be in the situation that it's in right now. Well, again, if, as a father, there's plenty of beatings to go around in this scenario. Like the, the mom, the son, all. And I'm like, plenty as a father, for everybody. well, your, your, your son comes home with pink hair and face tattoos. <laughs> at, some, at some point, you're like, I got to beat this motherfucker's ass. <laughs> like, Bro, when I, so when I, I, only got, I only got close fisted. I only got close fisted once by my old man. Yeah. So I had I had numerous people beating me, grandpa, fucking uncle, mom, right. but but dad only close fisted punched me once. And it was <laughs> this is the truth and a god. I came home in uh 7th grade, so I was 12 or 13 or something, but I came home with vanilla ice lines in my head. <laughs> So I I went, I went to get a haircut and I got the I got the line or two shaved in the side of my head and I I come back I I come dude I'm like twelve or thirteen I come back the old man takes one fucking look at me dude and just crack right across the like bam close fist and that was the only time he ever close fisted me the hair he took one look at my hair he's like who is this faggot. <laughs> I'm a beat the game. Who is this fucking pussy with my name and blood running through? And he fucking cr- and I'm laughing about it because it's true. Like it took my it took a fucking pathetic haircut for me for him to fucking punch me in the face. Yep. And uh, so I, I, again, I'm wondering, one of my my son, my nephew, someone comes home with pink hair, and I'm like, what would I do? I'm like. Uh, maybe the old man, maybe my dad was on. Like, yeah, they were onto something. Yeah. They really <laughs> were. Bring, bring back the beatings, maybe, is the way to fix this No, all. it really is, man. I, I remember um, I remember growing up, and I, I used to be like, oh, my God, my dad's so harsh to me. He beats the shit out of me for no reason, blah, blah, blah. I look back at it, and, and the tough son of a bitch I am today, I'm just like, dude, I thank God for the ass whoopings. It saved my life, man. It saved my life. Well, uh, again, I, I get it. Like the, the 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 law is stacked against us as men. The family courts, everything's stacked against us. But I think you got to. I mean, uh, again, you. I could see you going back and forth with the wife or the girlfriend. Like you got to walk on eggshells. But your sons, like no, you can't. that, would be that, that, That's worth dying for. One hundred percent. Yeah, if you're. That, that there's nothing more important to me than, than the offspring. So if the, 100%. if it's a matter of your offspring going on the wrong path or something, it's like, uh, you got to put your foot down. I don't care what the ramifications are. It's like, you could try to be clever about it and shit. Dude, remember in the old days, like our, our time growing up, it, the famous thing was just ship them off to military school. Yeah. Like ship them off, to, give them a buzz haircut, give, shave their heads and send them to military school. Like yep. beatings, spankings, put them to work, put them to military school. It was it was just a different time. It was just a different time. Like uh, so, yeah. I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Like they're it's 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 fucked up that they don't want to talk about the pharmaceuticals. Here, here's a great clip from uh, Tucker. Go ahead, Siege. Hit it. Between 1991 and 2018, total SSRI prescriptions in the United States rose by more than three thousand percent. Oh, that's good. Three thousand percent. Three thousand percent of anything is a massive change. You don't see changes like that. But the point of this change was to make Americans calmer, saner, happier. Take these drugs and your problems will go away. Yes, you'll become numb. You will lose part of yourself. You no longer experience deep joy. You'll become part robot, but at least you won't want to kill yourself or harm other people. That was the promise. 3,000%. Did it work? Let's see. Over the very same period, the suicide rate in the United States jumped 
by 35%. Did it work? Well, millions of people got on anti-suicide drugs and we wound up with many more suicides. So maybe it's not working. Is it possible it's making the problem worse, you think? Let's see, mass shootings also increased dramatically over the very same period. Here's a chart that shows it. Now, the halfwits on Twitter always scream the same thing. <laughs> Correlation is not causation. All right, whatever that means. Tell us, <laughs> halfwits, what is going on exactly? What, what does that chart mean? Toxic masculinity. are dangerous. It says so right on the label. They increase, quote, the risk of anxiety, agitation, irritability, hostility, aggressiveness, impulsivity, and mania. Oh, not a big deal. That's not causation. Then what is it? According to one meta-study by the FDA, young people who've been prescribed SSRIs have an increased rate of suicide. Oh, wait, more suicide? Weren't they supposed to reduce suicide, but we're getting more suicide? Let's, let's stop right there. But we're not stopping. We're accelerating. Between 2015 and 2019, the use of SSRI drugs by teens in the United States rose by nearly 40%. So it's not working. Let's do a whole lot more of it. Wow. Yeah. Well, like I said, I've, I know people who've, who've been on them and I've observed it, uh, not only kids, like even adults. And I, when you forget about what they, they're like by themselves isolated, this I can tell you for certain, like I said, when you combine it with booze and weed, like, and they're already on some sort of fucked up pharma shit, dude, they're, they're maniacs. Like they're lunatics. You can't be around them. No, uh, it, they're it's unhinged. A, they're, it's a liability. And I'm talking about like a liability at dinner time at 7 p.m. Like you give them three cocktails, a few puffs of weed. They're on a few puffs of weed, a few cocktails, and they're on pharma. Like they just start getting out of control. Like, you know, it's you. it feels like they're, it's what you'd expect, expect to see from someone at three or four in the morning who's been drinking for 12 hours. Like, yeah, it was when I was on a bender. Yeah, but they're not on benders. Like right. it just it, they have a perfect storm of this pharmaceutical booze and 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 I'm who God knows what else. Like I said, it's it's fucked up to me that I've always thought that it, escaping reality is something. Again, as 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 they say, comfortably numb and all that. Like, yeah. When listen, dude, I drink a lot more in 2020 during COVID and shit. Like you're like I'm like I got the world's losing its mind. I need some fucking whiskey. Like, I get it. I get the concept of it. But as Dan Rand says, like, you can, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of reality. Correct. Like, so when you, when you make these people all fucking drugged up and fucked up just so they could feel less pain or escape the world or whatever, it's like, yeah, that's not the, <laughs> that's not the solution to life. You shouldn't run from reality. You should grab reality by the throat. Uh, and yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't, I don't see as dude, as everything gets worse, economic conditions or whatever, the shit theoretically will escalate. <laughs> like it's oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't see people doing less uh, pharma drugs uh, as, as they're going to be doing more and they're going to be mixing it with, with more volatile concoctions of alcohol and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would, that logic would dictate. Yes. Like you would expect this to increase. Uh, and again, dude, like you said, they all, he put all four of them up there last night. And he's like, what do these kids have in common? And he's like, oh, look at them. They're all 17 to 21. They're all these, you know, and he didn't say this, but it's true. Like, they're all these skinny soy boys. They're all pharmaceutical. They're, they're all drugged up. They're all, you know, and, you know, it, it is what it is, man. I, I, I don't know how you stop it. it uh, there's, there's a lot of things. <laughs> There's a lot of things. This it's country. a cultural thing as well, man. Like when we were growing up as Gen X, no, our parents did not believe in doping, you know, you know, hook us, uh, putting us on drugs and medications and whatnot. That culture is gone. The, the, the toughness, the grit is gone. Now we have this weak, servile, disgusting, pathetic, milk toast, passive aggressive culture that we have right now of cry bullies. And this is exactly what the result is, man. It's well, and, and and the herd. You guys saw the skit I sent last night to you guys, uh, in the, the, the the elevator experiment. Oh, it's a perfect example. See, well, do you have that? Could you pull that up, Siege? What what is it? I'm sorry. The, uh, the I sent the, the link. I sent the link last night. The elevator. Okay, yeah, link. just give me give me one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah take your time. Okay, but cool, cool. when you like we just talked about, it's like so. I think this is true of all people, men and women. Uh, 
but I think it's true for especially women. And even my mom, I have to call her out sometimes on this. It's they are, I think they are prone. And this ties into what we were just talking about where the, the people of authority, the, the people in the school and a psychiatrist will sit the parent down and the parent views the people in authority, even though they might be totally bullshitter or ideologue or have ulterior motive or whatever, they view their word as, or they're afraid of confrontation or they're conformists or whatever. And it really explains like getting kids on pharmaceuticals. It explains masks. It explains the docility of this country the last two years. A large portion of the country, especially, again, we always make fun of them, and I'll keep making fun of them, especially the suburban Karens, uh, are just, they're afraid to, like, put their foot down. They're afraid to go against the fucking herd. Um, and so if, if someone tells them, do this to it, these are the same people, I think, that are transitioning their kids, quite frankly. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, it, and there, there's a good chance that the pharmaceuticals will, will go in with the transitioning. Yeah. Like, let's get you drugged up. Let's get you up. Yeah, the, the, the puberty the blocker. Right. Yeah, let's get you on castrating, uh, sterilize, sterilizing puberty blockers. Yeah, let's get you on and Lupron. That's going to work out well for you. When you're, when you're 12, yeah, I mean, there you go. There's your answer. So we're up here, like, trying to figure out why they won't ever stick up the pharmaceuticals. Like, dude, they're literally trying to sterilize 12-year-olds. Why the fuck would they stick up the pharmaceuticals? Like, it's all part of their... It really is like a brave new world. They want everyone drugged up and numb and, and you know. Not that siege. Not, not that link. The, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a good story to talk about, too. That's, that's, yeah, we'll, we'll get that, to that story. That's, that's more of a feel-good story. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, uh, it's from last night, Siege. Our text from last night. Women explained, yes. This, uh, is, this is a great experiment. And it ties in on other experiments that have happened over time, but this is this is really good to watch herd behavior. Yeah. So everybody gets into the watch the girl in the circle, right? There's audio too, Siege. All right. Everybody gets in. New t-shirt, that is Nadia. She is an innocent passerby. Has nothing to do with this. Everybody else in that elevator, they all work for Wait. would you fall for that? They are all in on the experiment. They are all purposefully facing the wrong way. Nadia is facing the front. You can just see the back of her head wearing the blue t-shirt. That's Nadia. She is facing the front of the elevator like a normal human being. Everybody else is facing the back. We're playing this to you in real time. No editing as it actually happens. Okay, floor two. Rebecca gets off. Emily gets on. She also works for us. We're swapping people in and out to reinforce the behavior. Emily's acting like it's the most normal. Oh, oh. Nadia's turned. Nadia, oh. Uh oh, bag is slipping off her shoulder. She's nervously playing with it. Yeah. Start off with 90 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Nadia's now halfway oh. round. Will she go 100, further? 110 degrees. <laughs> Presses his button, faces the back like it's the most normal thing in the world, like he does it every day. 140. Really feeling the pressure right now. I'm not going to see anyone else. I've got to make you some small talk. He was in a celebrity rehab, I think. Oh. Yeah. She's looking towards the back of the elevator because everybody else is. Floor four. I love the Fourth floor, Mike gets off. Lauren gets on. Lauren also works for us. She's in. There's the, there's the full 180. There's there the go. full 180. That, <laughs> that is how you take over society. That is not normal behavior. Nadia is looking at the elevator surely because everybody else is. There you go. Now, the only thing, everyone understands the purpose of that experiment. Conformity, uh, you know, going along with the herd, all that. The question is, what percentage of society does that apply to? That I don't know. That's what I don't know. So based on COVID and masks and whatever, we saw how they, if you really want to scale this experiment, that's a per, the last two years in this country is a perfect illustration. Like everyone knew, if I would have took some, a group of people and three years ago, four years ago, would have said, listen, they're going to shut you down for the flu and they're going to make you wear a diaper on your face. And then they're going to give you a vaccine that doesn't work. And the scam is going to continue even after all these facts start coming out. They would have said you're fucking crazy. There's yeah. no fucking way. Like, again, you hear people on our side talk about like their, their greatest heartbreak the last two years was Americans' docility. 
and sheep type behavior. Like they were. Bro, that was the biggest fucking wake up call to me. Any sort of some, we're going to start and fight against. No, that, that, yeah, okay. I can only tell you, and anyone who knows me, anyone who knows me in real life knows this is true. I can only tell you what my response in that elevator would have been. <laughs> it would have been loudly to say, what is wrong with you retards? Like, I would have said that to the whole elevator without right. playing, without, like, are you guys, what the fuck's wrong with you retards? Like, and that's the way I speak in real life. Like, right. it's not, this isn't an act. Like, so I'm wondering how many of her are there? Like, is, is that the norm? Is that, and maybe, maybe the social engineers know this. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe they know all this. Maybe that's why. Edward Bernays is studied a hundred years later, how, how he got 60% of women smoking in five years. Yep. Uh, maybe, maybe they know, maybe they know. And that, that's why we see it all rolled out. So, so effortlessly. Um, but yeah, it's, it, 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 it struck me because it's, it's, it's very, it's so brilliant to see it. So simplistically laid out in regards to a lot of these people either fear confrontation or they care. They're, as Jordan Peterson would say, they're incredibly agreeable. Uh, they're, they don't like going against, I mean, it's just, but it's depressing. It's depressing because it's exploited, obviously. Um, and, you know, he, here we are. Here we are. What's that? Very proud to see my wife not wearing a mask in the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah, I've, like I said, I've, what what makes me so hard on women the last couple of years, and I, I, I'll say this till I'm blue in the face, is of all the people who got confrontational with me in in Nevada when I was still there, it was all it was women. It was all it, the time. It, not not one dude said shit in a year. Not yep. one. Not one man. <laughs> because even why? Well, here's the thing: when, when men talk with men, especially in places like Nevada, New York, you know, like any sort of real area, right? When men talk with men, there's always that underlying threat of violence. There oh, is. There, there, there's a matter of mutual respect. If, it does, if you're sitting around a group with eight dudes, yeah. there's, there's everyone's on their best behavior. If you make the wrong mama joke, <laughs> like the dude, the, the, yeah, the dude might grab a fork and stick it in your neck. Like there's, there's that underlying threat of violence if yep. you cross certain lines. Right. And that actually explains America perfectly right now. Why so many of these Karens are out of control? Why so many of these they're molesting your kids and screaming at you and the protesting and the all all the madness is because they don't think anyone will elbow them in the mouth. That's the whole reason that for is, the madness. This yeah, is exactly why the West is a fucking joke of a society. And deserves not to survive the other side of this whole entire thing. It's got to get done away with. This is a fucking joke. It really is, man. Well, you're living, you're living in like a histrionic matriarchy. Yeah, that's where, exactly where we're at. Well, right well, now. Uh, like I said, and I asked someone to put yourself in my position, where you have a purple-haired hobbit yelling at you, <laughs> and they're like is this bitch on acid? Like, what am I supposed to do here? And you can make fun of her, but you like, so they're, like they're, they're confrontational to the point of yeah. they know. And again, the danger is with, <laughs> with society, the way it is, you risk them making shit up. Like, so you could have some purple hair go off on you. And even if you fucking don't touch her and you're like, bitch, you're fucking insane. I got to get the fuck out of here. Like you walk away, do the right thing. She can make it up and say you did grab her. Like so, it's again. That's why I'm so big on document documenting everything um, because we live in an insane culture. That again, with the 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 greatest uh, <laughs> the greatest danger of the Blasey Ford thing and and all the Me Too bullshit was the fact that it's they literally there are no ramifications for them if they lie or get caught lying. So if you want, if you wanted to see all like the the Amber Heard stuff and the Blasey Ford stuff and the Mattress Girl stuff, these bitches should have got ten years in jail. Like, dude, that Blasey Ford cunt should should have gotten 10, 20 years. I mean, the the scam they took us through with all that bullshit, like the Amber Heard shit, like these skanks should get handcuffs. So you were raped at the house at the house party? Yeah. 
I mean, went back if, again and got raped again. You yeah. should be if, if well if if <laughs> if you are fabricating, try, if you're trying to stick someone in a cage or dis, uh, criminal prosecution, if you're trying to incite criminal prosecution on false testimony, like you should face the same implications as the crime you were trying to get the person convicted of. Like that's how that's how that's how evil this is. When you weren't lying, you were literally just making shit up to try to stick someone in a cage. Dude, you're evil. Like, that is evil. Like, I mean, I could game theory dynamics and war and all that. But if some, again, what was terrifying to me was like, holy shit, they could like, every ex-girlfriend I've ever had, they could try to, she could just make shit up yep. and try to fucking, it's like, it's a red flag logs are the same way. Gus like, tried to rape me. Well, imagine, imagine like some bitch who just wanted to destroy you. You, you, you guys date for two months, you dump her. And she just starts uh, blowing red flag law bullshit. Like that's what's terrifying. The 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 shit they're creating is a to- it's a fraud. It's a it's a it's a totalitarian fraud that they window dress with feminist fiction of shit that never, doesn't happen anymore. Uh, like I said, the Karens were allowed to run rampant for two years in this country. Yep. Like d- do whatever they want. Like yep. if this country was so patriarchal. And so, oh, these evil men are like, dude, <laughs> dude, a hundred thousand of these bitches would have been choked out. Like, it, it there's that's how. Well, I mean, uh, here's the facts, right? And this is a fact. Most of these young girls, most of these quote unquote modern women that are coming up, especially these young dumb idiots, right? Men have civilized the world to such a point that these idiot women, these dingbat modern women, not not the traditional girls who get it, but these fucking modern morons. They literally think that they can go and fight a man in, in, in a physical altercation and come out winning. Well, that's it, how it, stupid they are. Well, the, the funniest thing to me, among their many paradoxes and hypocrisies, which they have an infinite amount of, the most, the, the, one of the mo- more amusing ones to me, always amongst the, the woke feminist Karens, is they're always talking about multiculturalism and multiculturalism and multiculturalism. The irony being that only in the West can the Karen exist. 100%. If I if I stuck the Karen Dude, only in the West if, can the Karen exist. Only if in I, the West, bro, if I stuck the Karen in Libya, yeah. they would cut her tits off. <laughs> throw off a building. <laughs> And, and dude, and that is yeah. that anywhere, dude, anywhere <laughs> other than the West, dude, Japan, anywhere. Pick like I said, I always make the joke. Flip the globe, rotate the globe, and let your finger land on something. And if it's not a Western country, the Karen <laughs> would be fucking crushed. Like it's that's what's so funny. They're dude, the Karen, the Wokesters, the Rainbow Mafia. They only exist in the West. Yeah, because we we tolerate it. We yeah. tolerate it with no ramifications. Yes, None. that it's it's all about it's all about everyone. This utopia was created, and this country this country has. Many, many flaws, obviously. And, and then we say, oh, the world is spinning out of control. No, 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 no. The world's fine. It's just your society. Will you ever be able to explain, CJ, and I don't even know, your boys are older than my nephews, but like, will we ever be able to explain to them what it was like 25 years ago, 30 years ago? Or, or I mean, I know you could make the joke that all, you know, every old fart does this. You're like, oh, you don't know what it was like in my day. Like, it was this country, despite its many flaws, was so much more pleasant in 1990, 1995, like than it is today. Like it, it was, was just, it was, it was awesome. It was just normal. It, <laughs> it really was. was. It was. And when when I I'm like I tell my brothers like take take your boys to see top make let them see the first Top Gun let them see the second Top Gun, and it's not that it was even that amazing of a movie. It was just nostalgic of a time that was normal. <laughs> you want to know something else? You know what's a great example of Gen X? And I've, I've had my daughter watch season one through four, and literally it's the best show on Netflix, hands down, Stranger Things. Hands down. I, hands I, down. I canceled Netflix. Is, it, is, is, is that show pretty good? Dude, it's it's a masterpiece. It's flawless. It's a masterpiece. It's, it's about a bunch of kids. Like everything we love from the Goonies, E.T., Every theme and movie that we saw coming up in the 80s and the 90s, especially the 80s, right? 
Stranger Things is the is the is the is the, is the uh, culmination of all of that. It's it's a culmination. Latchkey kids, they're raised on their own. Kids are cursing. I mean, dude. And my and my daughter's like, that's how it was when you guys were growing. Yeah, we spent all day outside. We rode our bikes. We went on all sorts of crazy shit adventures. That's exactly what the hell we did. Well, it, it, dude, I I am very I'm very sensitive to the, this new culture. And even when I see, well, here's like the thing: the, the, the well, show was created by Gen Xers. My my so my my. Uh, Months and months and months ago, my sister-in-law dropped off my my nephew and, and niece, and, and we're we're outside and whatever, and it's Florida. So they pull out their they pull out their fucking uh, all their <laughs> they pull out all their uh, uh, pool goggles uh, for the water, and they pull out all their sunscreen and blah blah blah. And I grab the sunscreen and I throw it away. <laughs> and my nephew's like. Uncle Gus, what are you awesome. doing? I'm like, bro, we're Greek. We don't wear sunscreen. But is your is your uh, sister in law Greek? No, she's Polish. But it was. Then you get that no. sunscreen back. But for me, it was the coddling that yeah. bothered me. Like we need this, and we need he needs this sort of. Uh, he need make sure you have this in the house, and make sure you have that, and then I'm like. You know what? No, we're not going to do any of that. <laughs> we're <laughs> sunscreen's going in the garden. Like it, you got to toughen these kids up. Enough with this bullshit. Like I, it, again, it's and I don't know if they they um, they market. I think they're constant, and they try this with COVID too. I think they're constantly in the effort of terrorizing all mothers that their kids are in danger unless this new thing is done. Like. So with, I don't know if you remember, like even a year into COVID, one of their last ditch efforts was to, they do, they tried this with the Delta bullshit. They're like, oh, it's targeting the kids. Like, and, and even some conservative uh, they women. Know, know. They know how to the collapse of society. You got to get the woman. You have to. I, I think, I think that's a, it's manipulation. Hitler of, knew it. Bernays they, knew it. And, and they, they, they go after the woman and even conservative women at first. I mean, I'll never forget this. It was like, a, a year ago, we had all just gotten to Naples, kind of, and they were like, "Oh, this new variant is supposed to be very tough on kids." I'm like, "You believe them? Like after we we've just caught them in a thousand fucking lies? Like you still believe this? Like it was they they really know what buttons to press, but it's yeah. again, it's becoming absurd. Their their lies are becoming. Dude, John Pierre, that bitch, yesterday. Let me. <laughs> well, no, uh, so the reporter yesterday, and I don't want to go off topic, but this lets you know the, the the balls these people have. The the reporter yesterday said, "Listen, Atlanta Fed just revised their numbers. Two point one negative GDP growth for quarter uh, second quarter. We're technically in a recession." And she starts flipping through her papers immediately. And she's like, oh, the bitch she is, goes, "Dude, you're talking about we're, we're living in a country that has the highest number of financially illiterate fucking morons." Running it and in positions of government with a Pierre bitch is one of them. With a straight face, she goes, "We have we have this other economic agency that defines recession as something different. <laughs> like so, they're literally changing wow. the definition of the word recession wow. to not like that. Lets you know the level of propaganda and lies and gaslight." You're living in a total fucking matrix. And so, well, that's, again, I, I don't want to jump around from topic to topic, but it's all related. Dude, the Deborah Messing uh, thing I sent you guys yesterday, they, CNN posted it like fucking idiots, and I, I think half the time they don't even realize what they're saying. The White House has weekly calls, conference calls, with celebrities to basically narrative control the propaganda on their social media accounts and CNN's too dumb to realize they spilled the beans on this. So that Deborah messing on all this call and it was, it was a, a call among celebrities and influencers. And the last paragraph was the white house after the call sent an email to everyone on the call with their list of approved talking points for social media feeds. The they're so, they push out the propaganda together. When you, when you wonder why they all have the same messaging, 
They plan it. And now they're, they, we've reached a point in the uh, civilization where they even tell you what they're doing. They're telling you like, yeah, we have these conference calls. And then after the conference calls, we send an email saying, here are your approved clips. Here are your talking points. And this is celebrities. So this is going to be fucking all the fucking celebrities on Twitter, Facebook. If you wonder why they're all saying the same shit, it's because it's planned that way. It, it, you live in Nazi Germany. They just haven't disarmed us yet. Like that's how bad it's, it, it is. It's North Korea level propaganda. That's how bad it is. And they tell you they're doing it. And most people are like, you know, they don't want to accept it's America's gotten here, but we have gotten here. And I went with the Alan Page stuff today because <coughs> of that, the term that quite frankly didn't exist a year ago or two years ago, dead naming. <laughs> what, is, what is dead naming? <laughs> when did they invent this word? What is that? You're dead naming me. I mean, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Did this Holy work? shit. What the hell? <laughs> so, Kim.com put this out. He, Yo. His tweet, his tweet was the last 30 seconds of the U.S. empire reenacted by an American family. <laughs> Watch this. This is funny. Not funny, but pretty crazy. Play it. Yeah, when I say that the world is moving on without us, I cannot emphasize to you guys <laughs> how, you know, I was listening to our guys, our friends over at the Duran, and they had Tom Luongo on, and I got to have Luongo on. And uh, there was something that Tom said that he was completely wrong about, and uh, I'll have to correct him when I get a chance to. But uh, he was talking about capital markets and inflows and outflows of capital. He's like, well, the Dow is a great indicator of, 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 of uh, foreign investment coming to the U.S. I'm like, Tom, 45 to 50% of the companies in the Dow make no money. <laughs> this, is, this is a perfect... Yeah, the world is moving on without us. The only thing we're left with is pop and smoke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think, uh, uh, dude, the euro is the literally almost at one-to-one with the dollar. I don't it, think people, yeah, I don't think people realize what's happening right now. It's, no. yeah. Dude, the euro is going to be 80 cents soon. <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think people realize what's happening yet. The, the Europe, Europe at the same, Europe's literally experiencing hyperinflation with, equities crashing at the same time and this is like fuck like <sighs> this is insane shit going on yeah. so yeah i mean dude maybe oh. maybe it has maybe this is the only way to to get rid of these it's people. the only way to wake people up man they got to feel the pain this country's had it so good we've had it so good for so many decades and we squandered it because we believe this mythology that everything's going to be the same way that they have always been and People are going to wake up to reality very soon, man. Yeah, but like like I said, weak times make, uh, or I'm sorry, good times make uh, weak men. Yeah. But may, maybe we're at the, the turning of the cycle. If this doesn't turn around, I'm telling you right now, we're all going to be hosting hot dog parties for pride events, the way things are going. <laughs> what what do you think of the what what do you think of the fourth turning? You're you're deep into it. Have you finished it? No, 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 no. I, I just read the, the the first couple of pages and stuff. I mean, the, just a couple of pages that I've read already because this is like a there's like two other books I got to get through before I get to the fourth turning. But I'm gonna dive into it, man. I think uh, I I think I, I'm estimating these guys are probably going to be eighty percent around on the money just on the data point itself. But the problem with the fourth turning, just like every other talking head out there, is they look at things from a U.S.-centric point of view. And this is where they fuck up. This is where they get it wrong. They are they have completely oblivious as to the geopolitics. And they don't understand that geopolitics and geopolitical money and capital movements is what determines what the fuck happens here. Now, we entered the year 2000, Gus, with damn near 53 to 54% of global GDP being the West. Today, the West is less than 27%, and it's in free fall like a falling knife. No one's going to touch it. Well, their, 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 their entire thesis is on 
extracting extracting data points from a rising empire. Correct. Which might be the flaw in their thesis moving forward. Right. The fact that now we've are in fact a falling empire. One hundred percent. So the their the logic of the cycling of generations might not be, be applicable to a fallen empire. And again, my bias is going to hold firm here. There is zero point zero chance that millennials become our heroes. No, <laughs> zero point zero. That's not going to That's in the fourth tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they say. Oh, the, the 20 to 40 year olds will save us. No, fuck yeah, out of yeah, here. No. Fucking Millennials great. coming to our rescue. Yeah, okay. They, uh, they, they might put us in. If saving us is trying to put us in gulags, then yes. That's, or incinerating so, yeah. us in ovens. Then, yeah, yeah. Then they'll yeah, do that. that that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that, I think that's the flaw in the thesis as well, that the, yeah. the, the millennials are going to save us. I, th- I, I think agree. it's quite quite the opposite they're they're our greatest danger quite frankly yeah they are uh, yeah anyway boys lunch time lunch time it is i'm go, gonna go, go fix myself go, something to eat comida comida vamonos cj go whip something up nice for the family i will uh i will talk to you yeah exactly. he's gonna probably eat some like high protein toxic masculinity meal no me <laughs> me, me and cj are gonna get sober we talked i've i convinced yo, you CJ guys we- need yo you guys i'm serious when i say this there's tough days ahead Y'all, both of y'all need to cut off the alcohol. I've done it. I've never felt better. And I'm telling you right now. Uh, get I rid ate, of it, man. I, I they, ate have, a, they have natural alternatives to this shit. I ate a lot of shitty food the last four days. Uh, not not shitty, delicious. Just between the booze and the fucking the barbecue. Yeah, I'm, I, need a, I need a good week or two of broccoli and fucking I'm going to send you plant-based whiskey. That what? Has, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Zero... Yeah percent alcohol i'm gonna send it to you that's gonna be my housewarming gift to you plant-based whiskey i only taste like whiskey i only taste it smells like whiskey i only drink alcohol i only drink cricket based whiskey because (laughs) they're working on that right now that's what i want that's what davos tells me that's what klaus schwab tells me to drink so that's all i drink uh yeah, dude i I, i'm i'm with you i i I wanted the next the next couple weeks so i want to get like a nice break man yeah yeah cut the drink out it's, right. you, trust me, your endocrine system will thank me later. Yeah, well, every so all my hangovers. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's time to get a cleanse in for sure. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. With that being said, I'll talk to you boys soon. All right, cheers. Thank you,